The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and, of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Um, why are we even doing this podcast? I don't know. You sent me a message and I then know. I was like, no, 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 I don't have time. And then I got lonely <laughs> and I changed my mind. <laughs> Kira, welcome along to The Real Pod. It's ladies night. And the feelings right. My name's Jamie. I'm joined by Alex Casey. Duncan is busy doing work, whereas we are just rolling around like lazies. It's not true at all, is it? No, I feel like actually I've been doing more work than ever. I feel so tired, Jane. Oh, look, it's lockdown, isn't it? Really rips it out of you. Uh, But we do it for the safety of the community and the world. Uh, Also, we've got T.I. here who is, um, he's, he's watching over us like an angel on high, making sure that we, I don't know what he's, making sure that we do or don't do, but he's here anyway. I think I'm just supervising. Yeah, super. <laughs> it's basically like, we're like kids in a classroom Zoom, and he's mm-hmm. like the parent watching on. And as you say hey, that, Dad. I can hear um, Joe in the next room is taking a maths class right now. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. We should just go join that, and that be our podcast. We actually should. And we just well, like I, whip I all their butts. Hang on, how old are the kids he teaches? Mm, 10 I do their stuff he gives me their um did you do those otago problem solving tests uh, when... no I know that means nothing to me I didn't do it as a kid either apparently it's like an institution that's been going for ages um it is so hard <laughs> he gave me a sheet and I was actually I think I cried Oh my god! Can you send it to me? I'd love to have a go. Just for yeah, fun. I'll get it. I'll, I'll get it to send some to you. They're okay. Really frustrating. Man, that is going to be a killer Friday night. So it is Friday mid morning or late morning. Um, we uh, we we here with absolutely nothing to talk about. Pretty much. Normally, I would say this is your reality TV recap and real life in New Zealand podcast, but it's just real life in my bedroom and in Alex's <laughs> bedroom. I have which, four big pieces. For the agenda, Jane. Oh, my God. I've like, Okay, I've got one, and it's probably maybe the same as one of yours, which is the Celebrity Treasure Island. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> okay, let's, let's, let's play the real news thing. Okay, Celebrity Treasure Island extended trailer. Holy shit. It dropped this morning. It is incredible like 
exceeded my extremely high expectations. Mm-hmm. It is like three minutes long, which is incredibly long for like a teaser for a show. Mm. And there are tears. There is like slow-mo Chris Parker coming out of the sea. There, there is, is matchism burning his eyes <laughs> and having to wear Ray-Bans on the beach. And there is also the most amazing burn by Candy Lane. What did she say? She was like, your mouth couldn't fit all the words. Because someone was like, don't put words in my mouth. She's like, your mouth couldn't fit all the words that I've got to say. Or something like that. <laughs> it was like super, super sassy. I don't know, like, the quality of the burn, but the delivery was amazing. It's honestly, it looks so good. It, and it feels, I mean, everything that I've heard so far on the streets is that it's, like, super tactical, super backstabby, very much in the vein of, like, Survivor rather than just hokey Treasure Island. And I feel like the teaser looks to me like Survivor. Like, it's crazy. It looks like a really good telly show is what Mm -hmm. it looks like. Mm -hmm. And we – shall I make the announcement now of what what the plan is? Yeah. Okay. With a tease like that. (laughs) With a tease like that. And this this – Weird bonus episode of The Real Pod. I'm going to announce the big news of our format change, (laughs) which is basically that we're going to run our recaps as a whole separate podcast within the same feed so that you can get like 100% recap. And we're going to just be doing Celebrity Treasure Island. So there'll be, if if you tuned into the Drag Race Down Under the Covers kind of pop-up pod that Chris Parker and Eli Matthewson did, it's basically going to be that. Um, except it's going to be just us real pod hosts. Nothing, nothing too exciting. Uh, but we'll be, yeah. So we're going to do like a dedicated pop-up pod, just recapping Celebrity Treasure Island. And then the regular real pod will just be your, your, sort of your regular hijinks with a few tweaks. Your regular, uh, shite. You know what that means, <laughs> Alex? That means two pods a week. That's what that means. It means two pods a week, and I am so excited about it. I think we're going to need the time for Treasure Island. It is three nights a week. It's starting, I think, the week of September 6th. Is it three nights it's a week? three nights two. a week. Nah. Oh, my God. And it's also three teams. It's mega. It's mega on every level. I mean, the big thing is that, obviously, they shot it here, so they shot it up north. Yeah. Um, was supposed to be in some tropical location, and then they just batten down the hatches. And it, it looks beautiful as it well. It really does. The only thing that I think uh, maybe will take away from it a little bit is that the idea that if you really had to, you probably could walk to the pub. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, there's that bit where they it looks like someone is going to get instantly disqualified for yes. straying away from the camp boundaries. So yes. they're taking it very seriously. Oh, my God. Honestly, I don't want to watch the teaser too much because I don't want to kind of see who's standing there when that news is announced to know who might have already been eliminated. You know, like, I, I kind of, I don't want to, I just want no spoilers. Yeah. There's so much crying. There's, like, that kind of Blair Witch-style footage of Chris Parker running around at night being like, I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm not <laughs> normally this sneaky. I know, which just... immediately made me think he's the one who gets disqualified because he's up to the, up to no good. But then, of course, you know, we know how it works. That's what they want editing. you to think. It is, Yeah. Uh, I am so pumped, and it, it somewhat makes up for the fact that I, I assume that we would have watched that had we gone to the um, the launch party, which was supposed to take place Wednesday night. I'm heartened by the fact that the email we got from TVNZ Publicity said it's been the launch party's been postponed. 
I mean, there's a chance that we don't get out of lockdown until Celebrity Treasure Island is over, but hopefully they'll still <laughs> see the need for a launch party at that point. <laughs> Maybe a finale party. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, yes, September, week of September the 6th, I am hanging out for it. And if we are still in lockdown at that point, it's going to just go, I mean, it's going to go gangbusters anyway, but I just feel like it's going to be massive for TVNZ. We could um we could go live. <laughs> we could we could go live, Jane, after the episode or something. Oh, speaking of live, that's have you another got piece another of announcement? I do have another announcement. On Monday night, eight PM, the real pod, Insta Live. I don't I'm know what we're going to talk about. You horrified can horrified some... by this, mostly because I don't have an Instagram. <laughs> don't worry, I've got a secret account for you to use, especially for this purpose. And we'll get uh, we'll get questions. We'll get a question box or something up ahead of time, so that if you have any burning questions about Wombat Poo or Code Browns or anything toilet related, <laughs> <laughs> how to grow how to grow mushrooms on your ceiling, yeah. all of that stuff that we are experts on, um, you'll be able to to submit those via our Instagram account. So you have to be following it, which is the Spin Off Podcast Network. Gone by lunchtime did a great warm up Insta Live. It was our first ever network Insta Live the other day. And I it was watched shambles, it, um, but it was, yeah. like, it was good fun. I watched it after the fact and I did enjoy Toby just sort of sitting there in sort of horror by himself for like Look, a long time. To be honest, I'm not sure that Toby Manhigh realized that he was broadcasting at that point. I, th- I, I kind of get the feeling he doesn't think that he's live until Annabelle joins the chat. Right, okay. <laughs> the other funny. cool thing is that for me to test how it was all going to work with the new accounts and everything, I had to do some like little dummy runs um, going live earlier in the day to make sure, because I was writing up like a, 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 like an instruction sheet for the Gone by Lunchtime team of how to join Insta Live. <laughs> and so I had to do like test it to run all the steps. And so I jumped on live like four or five times testing and all these people were joining and it's just like a shot, my, my phone face down and me yelling at the kids. <laughs> You didn't. You didn't want to just stick around and see what's going on out there. Nah, nah. Save it for the big, for the big proper event. So that's exciting. But what have you got? Well, there's some real news out of the block that um, the auctions have been pushed back and they're cutting down the episodes to two nights a week. Which is why are they cutting down episodes? Oh, to eke it out right up till auction time. Right. Yeah. To just delay as much as possible. Hang on. I mean, Does that mean knows? we recap every two weeks now? <laughs> Where are you doing the room reveals? Shit, I don't know, Jane. <laughs> they did not think about the real pod. They in this really didn't consider process. the real pod and all this. Um, but I wonder if they might have to cut it down even more, and we just get it in kind of fifteen-minute increments. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, imagine if they end up having to do like an online auction. Well, that's what I was sort of like hoping for. Maybe some shambolic Zoom thing with Mark that Richardson be being like being on mute. You know, yeah. <laughs> Turn your volume down, Mark. Turn your volume down. No, you're, no, okay, you're on mute. And then people like freezing, like like putting up their hands to bid, and then totally. and then freezing there and accidentally bidding up to like two million dollars, buying every cause the, house because their hands frozen up. It'd, it'd be amazing. <laughs> there's, look, I, there's still hope for it. To be honest, who knows? Uh, how many people do you need in an auction room? It's got to be over ten, right? But, bef- but you, I mean, if even if there's two people in an auction room, you run the auction. You know? Right, yeah, yeah. Because those Maybe two the teams people. can just be outside. 
Anyway, that's kind oh, of. Oh, you're talking about you're talking about like I'm talking about the levels. Oh, you talking about level logistics? Levels, levels, levels. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's a shame for that show. They've been through this fucking lockdown shit twice now. Um, first time being when they had to stop production in March 2020, <laughs> and then come back a year later, and then you know building up to the grand finale, which has now been pushed again. Um, Another big event. Uh, that's been affected by lockdown twice in a row and uh, the grand finale event also happening, which is this weekend, which is Alex Casey's birthday. I know we touched on this we on have the last installment of The Real Pod. Uh, but how are you feeling now that we are at birthday eve? Your 30th birthday is tomorrow. Your 29th was spent in lockdown. Your 30th is in lockdown. How's it feeling? It's, it's just what I'm really... At first I was, I was a bit grumbly about it and sulky, mostly because... I've got real bad, like, Zoom fatigue this time around. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, I, I just can't be bothered trying to organise another Zoom thing. But then I had a stern talking to by a few people, and I've decided that I'm going to do a little Zoom thing for my birthday. And I am actually excited. To be honest, what was filling me with even more anxiety was trying to do something in real life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not one for events. I don't like a birthday party. I don't like organising lots of people. And I get so stressed about the cutoff. You know, who makes it, who doesn't, forget right. about it. It's yeah. a nightmare. Um, never, get, never have a wedding. Never I will have never have a wedding. A wedding. <laughs> Rest That's the worst. Um, <laughs> I love the invite that you sent out for what was going to be your IRL birthday celebration that just had, like, the location was just the name of a suburb. Yeah. Because I no... hadn't decided yet. Because I live in this constant thing where I'm like, I'll just decide on the day, which is a nightmare for everyone else. And a nightmare for me. I don't know why I do it. It's self-sabotage. Um, but it was like, was it going to be a bar? Was it going to be a restaurant? Was it going to be a cafe? Was it going to be a picnic? No, was it going to be the was it be like, <laughs> do we, is, it, is it some sort of weird game of Alex Casey Pokemon Go where we just have to find you? <laughs> oh my God, actually, it's not a bad idea. idea. That's a really good idea. I am yeah. slightly frightened because like, a few people have been asking for my address for what I assume are nice reasons, but I've convinced myself that someone is going to send me a clown. <laughs> and I'm, I know that they can't really They level can't four, operate but... in level four. I'm pretty sure clowns can't operate in level four. But look, I have to you check. could pay someone to dress up as a clown and, like, wave at me yeah. I mean, from far it, away. Can I just say, are you if people are asking for your address, are you then immediately replying to the going, here it is, oh, my God, you're not is it a clown? a clown, are you? Exactly, that's exactly I, what I'm saying. I feel like you're seeding it. Like, you want a clown. And so when you say to me, I'm worried that someone's going to send a clown, what you actually mean <laughs> is, I'm hoping someone sends me a clown. Because I'm more scared of the socially distanced clown, to be honest. That's more like Pennywise vibes to me. If it was a oh. fun clown allowed into my house to have a nice time, at least I can get to know the clown, you know, get to know his motivations. But a faraway clown waving, holding a birthday balloon, horrible. But you want it. Don't send me a clown. <laughs> Are you actually scared of clowns? I'm sweating now. I'm not even scared of clowns, but I've just like put it in my head that I'm getting a clown and I'm going to have to engage with this clown from far away and it's filling me with anxiety. <gasps> and now I'm filled with anxiety that I haven't organised you a fucking clown. Don't send me a clown, Jane. It's fine. You could you could do some clown face and drive past, you know. <laughs> that would be okay. <laughs> clown face. That's 
that's what they call it. I think that's fine. <laughs> I'm not. I like. I'm actually. I, I've not got a huge knowledge. Uh, man, clown work is intense. Like this proper clown school. I'm sure there's lots of people who know this. I wasn't really entirely aware. We did have a clown in our midst at the spin-off for a while. Our intern Sherry, who's amazing, Sherry Zhang. She uh, she's a clown, and I'm. That's not an insult. She's a clown. And she did some clowning for us at her leaving do. And she clowned at her interview for the intern position as well. Um, but she was telling us how she, uh, she she went to proper clown school and some of the stuff they have to do. And something about the nose, you can never take off your nose or put it on in front of people, something like that. Can't remember. But there's, wow. like, there's like a clown's creed. So the nose is still going strong even in the modern clown. In the modern, yeah, yeah. And there's all sorts of different types of clowns. She did this kind of weird, like, silent clown that just made you feel super awkward. Kind of perfect for you, really. I feel like that is the... In fact, what's Sherry up to on Saturday? <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> but no, I am excited. I've um, Have we talked about the concept of the big wash on this podcast? Or is that something at Friday Drinks? Look, 100% every possibility that we have... Do I'm not planning it. Uh, uh, tonight on my birthday eve. I'm doing the big wash. Is it? Hang on. Is it of your body? Yeah. Is it here? <laughs> it's everything. It's the full shower experience. The razors, the shampoo, conditioner, the soap, <laughs> the big wash, the moisturizer. Getting rid of twenty nine. Getting rid of twenty nine. I will scrub. I will do um, the ordinary uh, facial exfoliator that looks like blood. I will do that mask and I will emerge anew tomorrow. Oh my God. I've never heard of the big wash. Is this, is this a thing or is this an invention of Alex? Well, you know the idea of the big wash. Like, I feel like there's like three tiers of showering. There's like a very fast shower. Yeah. And then there's like shower where you wash your hair. And then there's mm-hmm. like the big wash, which is like the shaving, the exfoliating, yeah. Yeah. the the hair mask if you're that if you're crazy yeah you know and, and it's weird that. that we don't just split that up across a few different showers in one never. week it's never always the, yeah okay so yes i understand i know what you're talking about i didn't know i had a name i didn't know it was a thing well it doesn't really it. but i'm trying to kind of get it off the ground <laughs> okay another thing that sometimes i do during the big wash because my hair's wet it's that's when i do my shower clean as well because oh, then yeah. I can, like, roll no, – I don't roll around on the ground, but I can get down on hands and knees and give a good scrub and not worry. You know, my hair's getting wet anyway. But ordinarily I don't want my hair to get wet because it's – But wait, 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 wait. Do you not have a shower cap? Yeah, but I don't love wearing a shower cap. I, I don't wear a shower cap. I just don't – I just don't have the nozzle pointed. It's it's low. I keep it low. Mm. So I adore a shower wet. cap. A shower cap what... is so funny. <laughs> you look like a, such an idiot. <laughs> We've actually got a new quite clowny looking one, the polka dots, that we bought right before lockdown. Thank they, God. And they're always, I mean, I'm sure that there's an effective shower cap shape, but they're always very, um, it doesn't matter what pattern you've got on it. It's not the pattern that defines the shower cap. It's the shape, right? So it's the, the shape f- and it's the seal, it's the frilly edge mm. that you could have the most modern, I don't know, what is it that the influencers are using these days for shower caps? I don't know, Jane. <laughs> but you could have it like a black and white gingham or whatever. It's still going to look like a fucking shower cap, you know? Yeah. 
And you're gonna not, look bad. You're it's gonna look great, bad. It's a great equalizer. But fun. anyway, no shower anyway. caps tonight. I'm having the big wash. Haven't washed my hair since lockdown wash. started. I was thinking about doing that thing that people do where you commit to the no shampoo, no conditioner, and you change the chemical makeup of your hair, but I can't be bothered. I any can't other, be bothered. Any other this is thirty goals? No. I've just asked Joe for a day of quote unquote constant fun and surprise. So <laughs> I'm sure he'll deliver in spades. <laughs> was he enthused or did his shoulders hunch over with the pressure? He hunched over quite yeah. hard. <laughs> Especially because we live in a tiny apartment and there's nowhere to do any secret business. Like... Whoa! I don't want to know about your secret business. <laughs> and also, I don't go for walks or anything. I don't leave. So, like, there's no time for him to do anything without me. It's the ultimate, it's the ultimate uh, ploy. Okay, we probably should have a quick break. We've got a very important message for you all and we will be back soon with more Just Whatever This Is. Kia ora koutou katoa. Te Aihe Butler here, podcast manager at The Spin-Off. As we find ourselves navigating a new outbreak and lockdown, everyone here at The Spin-Off remains committed to bringing you quality independent journalism, which, of course, includes our coverage of COVID-19. It's not an exaggeration to say we couldn't do this work without the generous support of our members. So, if you'd like to help us keep Aotearoa informed, please visit thespinoff.co.nz slash members for more details and to donate today. Real news, I went for a walk between last podcast and this. Wow, how was it? Was, it? it was good. It was a 40-minute walk, uh, so 20 minutes there, 20 minutes back. Um it probably should have been a like 10, 15 minute walk max, but because I was forcing my nine year old out of the house, I have I have raised, surprisingly, very indoors children. <laughs> and wow. I really struggled to get them out of the house. Um, and we went on this this walking path and it was lovely, except for that the the only way I could convince the nine year old to go was um, to let him play Pokemon Go. That is a slow way to walk. He's mm. never played Pokemon Go before, so it was very exciting for him. And there were Pokemon everywhere. And we just, we walked like 10 metres and stopped for two minutes. Walked 10 metres. It was just, I was not getting fit, put it that mm. way. Did he catch anything good? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I completely clocked out. I was like the Pokemon are babysitting right now. It's great. <laughs> Any um any celebrity sightings or uh, looky likeies? No, there were a lot of people though, and I have to say I freaked out because I wasn't expecting that many people. Because I stupidly, she probably should have walked through a walking track because that's everyone else got the same idea, right? And there's people running past without masks on, just spreading their COVID everywhere. And I was just, I was like, oh, it's just, it just terrifies me after reading that story about the uh, the guy who walked through he got COVID and he didn't know where he got it from and then a location of interest popped up that coincided with where he'd been and it was he simply walked through a mall at the same time as someone with COVID mm-hmm. and I'm like if you can walk through a mall and catch it you can definitely catch it from some bugger running past sweating out and breathing heavily even through my mask I'm sure of it <laughs> so watch this space Watch this But no, face. I didn't see, I didn't see, I was too busy freaking out. It's, it's very hard when people are masked up. I don't know that I live in a particularly star-studded area either. Well, I had another, we had an exciting brush with who Joe and I both firmly believed to be Maddie McLean. Oh. <laughs> but then we kind of reassessed on our walk because we both independently thought, I'm pretty sure it's Maddie McLean that just walked past. Mm. Um 
But the person who walked past, he had very, very light blonde hair and, you know, was... He, he, he could have been Madame McLean, but he brushed past me in a way Hang that on. made me think that wouldn't he be... He brushed past exactly. you. Exactly. I mean, it was very busy up the mountain. Um, it was sort of peak after work time. But I was like, I don't... Maddie McLean would respect the distance. Yeah. He wouldn't do that. Unless it was Maddie McLean, in which case, I'm calling you out. You brushed past. <laughs> you brushed past in an inappropriate time. I think to be you should ring up, ring up the Ministry of Health and ask if you can register it as a location of interest just to... Um, just to like smoke him out. <laughs> and then the biggest thrill was when we got to the top of the mountain, once we had both decided that it wasn't in fact Maddie McLean, they were filming the news up there. Oh. The very news. I didn't I have, know who the newsreader was, but um, it was exciting. I have been thinking about people like when I when I do dare to leave the premises and I see like trucks go past that are carrying essential goods and so on. I do think what these people like lockdown's very different for them like they're just going out to work it's probably lovely no traffic you know Mm. uh don't have to deal with anyone just do your drop off and run away which sounds ideal to me but also what about their children the children of essential workers where are they who is looking after them I they think, have to farm them out to family, or what happens? I think what it if, was if, a bit tense for the first couple of days, but they have essential childcare set up. Oh, now. they do. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you never, for answering that. Never Susie fear, Jane. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> that is a COVID Q and A. I think there's something. I think there's something now. I think they address that. Um, I've got some Collins cranny. Collins cranny. Colin's Cranny. Colin's Cranny. 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 Colin's Cranny. Um, I asked Colin what he's watching in lockdown because, you know, we like to share our wrecks. And yeah. um, his answer, as ever, surprised me. <laughs> uh, well, no, actually, I was specific because I know he likes documentaries. And I said, Colin, have you got any good documentary wrecks? And he just said, Dynasty. 1980s <laughs> and I, mean, I was like huh <clears throat> I thought maybe he was referring to like a documentary about Dynasty 1980s and I said oh I wouldn't have picked that just the whole show and he <laughs> said yes I'm obsessed the newly discovered son that was stolen as a baby has painted his brother-in-law's office with poisonous paint to slowly kill him I never think outside the square I'm taking yeah. notes <laughs> yeah that is actually genius that's it's really genius. <laughs> I didn't even know that poisonous, that, that sort of poisonous surface covering existed, that you could just do that. Well, I think, wasn't there a problem with, like, lead paint for a long time? And yeah, I'm not sure way? that that's, like, something that's going to instantly kill someone, though. Over that's time. Just, that's just something that's in people's on people's houses, you know? Mm, Sprinkle some asbestos around. <laughs> um, no, I thought you were referring to this post that I saw on the Facebook. Again, this is on Colin's personal Facebook, but... It's a public post, so I think it's it's uh, it's open season, baby. You know what I'll do when all this is over? I'll go to the movies. I love thrillers like Dynasty. <laughs> the cinema is one of my absolute favourite places. Boysenberry ice cream, chippies alone, and then just a nice little anecdote about the granddad, which is nice. But it's just boysenberry ice cream, chippies, chippies. alone. Chippies is, that- is interesting. For a movie. Yeah, not popcorn. 
it's kind of surprising. Colin strikes me as kind of a traditional popcorn guy. Popcorn do you know what cream. I think he doesn't want to do? Because popcorn's terrible for this. A, popcorn you have a tendency to overeat and you don't know when you've when you've passed the point of, of like, being full until it's miles too late, okay? Mm-hmm. Secondly, the bits that get stuck in your teeth, Colin doesn't want to be sitting through a movie with his, with his nails and his teeth trying to get the bits of, of popcorn out. This is true. Do you know another thing, actually, I've encountered that reminded me? I have Zoomed two separate people and I've started talking and they've gone, stop, you've got something in your teeth. (laughs) (laughs) I've had that one time, this lockdown. The first time it happened was Chris Parker, which mortified me, and then I couldn't get it out and I was, like, looking at the camera trying to do it. Because, you know, you're very relaxed when you're at home. I forget about decorum and when you're doing, like, proper interviews and meetings and stuff. I'm being very casual, which is probably not good. And then I was talking to Mad Chapman, um, my incoming co-editor at the spinoff, and she was just like, you got something in your teeth? Stop! Stop! (laughs) (laughs) And it was the exact same spot and the exact same little fleck of green. Because, and this is another thing leading into my big 30th glow up, I've been drinking green smoothies. Oh my god! I've been I drinking Nutribullet. I've been drinking smoothies, and I put a little bit of spinach in, but never enough to turn them green. <laughs> oh no! I go hard out. You can get away with murderous amounts of green stuff if you just put enough berries in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like true. I'm consuming more leafy greens than I have ever eaten in my life. <laughs> can I tell you something incredibly scandalous? Yes. And I just want to point out before I say this is is a form of disclaimer that this isn't my normal MO. I have been to the supermarket a few times during lockdown and spent no less than $250 each time. Wow. Like as in I went twice this week and spent $250 (sighs) each time. What are it you is, buying? Well, what am I not buying, I think, is the question. <laughs> this is why I do not go physically into a bricks and mortar supermarket. I do it all online. I do click and click because I can track my spending. I can get just what I need, maybe a couple of little, little treats, and that's it. Show me a supermarket aisle, and I will show you a full trolley before I get to the end of it. Like, <laughs> I... <laughs> Cannot resist. Oh, I need QP mayonnaise. Of course I do. Oh, I need to try that new thing that I saw. I need a giant tub of hummus. I, I, I went in with a list of 10 things and spent $250, walked out with light bulbs, paper towels, um, like some, you know, a, a set of eight tumblers, for Christ's sake. It's just, I'm wow. out of control. Like, tumblers. I'm spending more than I w- well, because this is where it came from, the smoothies, right? I was like, oh. my cups are too small. So I bought some, uh, there were some tumblers on the shelf. I bought them. I was like, this is great. They're, they're high tumblers. <laughs> I can put the, the straws in and they won't fall over from all my smoothies. Forgot to get berries, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be another $250 trip to the supermarket. It's just, it's mind-blowing. I thought lockdown would save me money and I'm worse than ever. <clears throat> the only time I feel like I ever got to that real overspending was... Um, at the peak of New World's Little Shop. <laughs> <laughs> when I would go and I would just buy, like, heaps of shampoo and conditioner. Yeah, you know, you know you'd eventually use it, but just to get over that yeah. every time. Yeah. It was every $40 or something. I mean, it's a ridiculous way to spend your money. And I still have both full collections to this very day. <laughs> and I'm very what? proud of them. That, that honestly, one of the best, if not the best, marketing ploy ever. 
Well, so how rich are supermarket bosses going to be at the end of lockdown? It's crazy. Um, have you seen that Zuru are doing, is that what it's called? Zuru, yep. that toy, toy brand? Yep. They are doing like a little shop, but it's little versions of toys in their packets. So it's like a Barbie in her packet, but tiny. Or like an LL <gasps> surprise doll thing, whatever the hell, but tiny in its packet. And it's just, a, it's a, it's a mindfuck. <laughs> I don't get it. But that's really challenging because if you if you open the packet to get the toy out, then you've 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 fucked the collectible, right? Yes. Because an LOL, I mean, if it was just the collectible, it could just be the packet, and you'd never know if there was a doll or not inside if you weren't planning on opening it. The only way to be sure is to open it. But then you don't have you've lost the, the the trade nature of your collectible. And as a as I naively learned in my early little shop days. Often inside the packet is not what you want. No. <laughs> it's often a piece of foam and not a very small uh, handful of chips. <laughs> <laughs> almost, almost always. <laughs> yeah, actually, a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> the only Which time they did scream was when they, they there's a very tiny, still my favourite, tiny Woman's Day. And it's got pages with no. tiny stories about tiny Israel Dag's tiny wedding. <laughs> and That's that amazing. is a true joy. We need more small things. Um, do, how are those, how is there, how do you, how do you get these things? Like, do you spend X amount on toys and get a free money oh, toy? No. You, well, I mean, you can't get them in the moment because they're not essential, but you can just buy them. That's the other oh. thing. So you just buy them at Kmart. Right. And that's what I mean. It's like it's it's the end of times to me that you would spend like ten dollars on a very tiny, shitty version of a toy. Um, we should also talk about the Love Island finale before yes, we go, please. because I mean it was entirely predictable, really. That Millie hang on, Liam... can we call this reality check? Yes, play the sting. I am disgusted at how much you have copied my husband. <laughs> it's entirely expected that Millie and Liam took out the competition. That was I, what I predicted, right? I said, like, I want you said you, you wanted Toby and Chloe to win. I also wanted Toby and Chloe to win, um, but expected that Millie and Liam would. It's always so jarring to remember that the show is a competition <laughs> that has prize money and also that it has a host. Like, when that lady walks out, I'm like, sorry? <laughs> you know that she's the, the wife or the partner of the voiceover guy? Yeah, I love. I do love that. I do love that's, that. That's nice. And I, and I think they've, they're, like, they're, in, uh, they, they're, they're socially distancing and so on, right? So it's just like, come and lock down and host this show. <laughs> I'll do the voiceovers. You do the hosting. It's a family affair. Was he not there? Well, it doesn't have to be. Oh but they've gosh. got a baby. They've got a baby, so... Oh, you think the whole family is I don't like know, families there? They're they're staying in a trailer next to production. The villa. Yeah, that's what I reckon. Oh my god, that's actually great! I never even thought about that. Because he's probably so having to script off rushes. You know, like he can't be scripting off a finished edit. That's t- t- far too far a turnaround. I don't know. Ian Sterling live in villa? <laughs> Question mark. Hey, was this was this villa the one in in South Africa or was it in Spain? Um. Because remember, they like they they replicated it elsewhere because of COVID. Ah, I didn't know that. I might have made that up. Also, in in regards to the competition thing, they just shouldn't bother with that because there's not a single 
person, because the only real, I don't know, they're going to make more than the 50K off their influencer profile, right? Yes. So the real tension is whether or not they split the money with their partner or keep it all to themselves when they do that wacky envelope thing. But yeah, not a single person has ever not split it. So just take that element out. Yeah, the envelope thing is just so janky and really confusing. Like, I don't know, when, like, they've got two envelopes, one's got a red heart, one's got a black heart. Yeah. Someone choose theirs, like, you choose the other. It's just like, oh, I just I think they were hoping, obviously, when they set it up, that a lot of people would be there just to win the money and that they'd couple up, go through to the end, and then, like, surprise the person who thought they were in love with them by going, no, I'm going to keep all the money to myself, that's it, see you later, and they'd get some drama out of that. But it's just not happening because people are forming real relationships and they're wanting to share the money so they can set up house or something. Yeah, and I do think you're right about the fact that I think all these people already are probably like quite wealthy off off influencer careers and the whole economy has really changed around reality TV where the prize money on those mega shows... Is just like not, I don't think would be that much to change these people's lives. No, nah. if you famous. did like a million bucks, million bucks at the end of it, share it or, or keep it, that would be different. But also, even if you keep it, if you end up staying in the couple, chances are they're going to reap the benefits of your, your winnings anyway. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Totally. They need to change it. I think they should raise the stakes higher and go real dark with it. They should definitely raise the stakes higher. (laughs) Or some couple should at least go in there, game it so that they win, and then one of them say they're going to keep the money for themselves just to create the new story, which will then propel their profiles even further because it would be the first couple in Love Island history Mm. where one of them kept the money away from the other. Mm. But they can have, like, secret Because also she was like, okay, you guys won't be able to discuss this. It was like, they've spent uh, 10 weeks in a villa together where they know that this happens at the end. They've probably discussed a plan before this point. Yeah. <laughs> like, anyway. There's no surprises. But, but the whole has... thing was, was different. I mean, I feel like the last one that I saw was during the day. There was no, there was no audience there. There were no family members watching on. It was just like they were in their bikinis and did it, you know? It wasn't kind of like an event in the same way that they did it this time. Oh. I think the last one that I watched was like when Amber won, so maybe two, three years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a cool win. Yeah. That was like the sort of surprise win when everyone thought Molly May and Tommy, who are apparently still together, yeah. which I didn't realize. Yeah, they're still together. Fillers, she got all her fillers dissolved. Did you know that? No. You should look it up. How, what do you do to get? How does that happen? I what don't do you know. do? I think a small vacuum so cleaner. Just, <laughs> just completely like a little tiny Mario, Luigi. Luigi, from yeah. Luigi's mansion comes along with this little vacuum cleaner and sucks it out of his yeah. face. It's um. Uh, sorry, we've been playing a lot of Nintendo in lockdown. So as soon as you see a small vacuum cleaner, that's all I could think about. <laughs> I actually played as baby Luigi in Mario Kart last night, and Joe thought it was like a real left-field choice. I and think I actually you and hated I, it, and I thought it was a really big mistake. Never play as a baby, it's stupid. I think you and I are probably playing Mario Kart at the same time a lot and not communicating about it and therefore not playing online together when we could be. We should 2021. be. 2021. 
It's 2021. I've been working real hard on my drifting, so I really want to put that to the test. Wow, I've been doing little hops, Jane. I've been doing little, little hops all over the shop. <laughs> <laughs> little hops in the little shop. Okay, oh my I'm gosh. finished. We, we did a podcast. We're done. I yeah, have nothing like, else to say. I've seen I, everything on my list. I have oh, so no, many. No, I have the biggest news. Oh, oh my, my gosh, God. she is leaping around. This is really big news because I saw people talking about this in the corner and this is a perfect real life and um, I guess reality TV if you consider Taskmaster reality TV. So on the last episode of Taskmaster, Paul Williams made a joke. There was a callback to an earlier episode about his these like fake websites. Well, websites, Paul's keyemporium.co.nz and mm. some eagle-eyed cornies went on the website and discovered that it is actually a real website and features a Taskmaster game built by none other than my partner, John Lemon. What? (laughs) So he spent the last few days hunched over his computer making a game for Paul's fake website for his fake business that appears in one throwaway line in Taskmaster. (laughs) Did you know that that was happening? He did it after work, he would like to clarify. <laughs> I knew Just, it was happening because it took fucking forever and I kept being like, how's the game going? And he showed me some and I was like, is that it? it? <laughs> <laughs> Takes hey, a really I, long time to build a game, apparently. With Joe, that's amazing. With Joe clarifying um, about that he was working after work, working on this secret project after work. Out of do, hours, yes. Do you think any of his students' parents listen to this podcast and might be concerned? I mean, I wouldn't think so, but maybe. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't think so either. But remember when I walked into school and the deputy principal said to me, oh, my wife listens to your podcast. Wow. And I died on the spot. <laughs> I was like, I'm changing nice. schools. <laughs> and instead now, actually, this is news. I've been appointed to the board of trustees. <laughs> Have you actually? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's real news. I know. I've got a meeting at 7 o'clock in the morning on Tuesday. Oh, that's early. That's very early. Holy moly. But yeah. yes, I thought that was quite a nice intersection. I was sort of making fun of him for spending so much time on the soil, and he said, it's always these little jokes that are worth it. And then I think he was right, because I saw some cornies playing it, and I thought that was very cute. That is, that is so, so great. The um, There's also a corny in the news for, I don't know if you saw the story about a Wellington rental where just before lockdown some tradies came in to patch up um, a, a leaking, like an upstairs apartment's shower was leaking and put a hole into the the this corny's bathroom. <gasps> and then they made it 10 times worse. And then, of course, lockdown happened, and now she's got this big gaping hole with water dripping through it, and she's had to go locked. Anyway, made the news. It's a corny. Wow. And I think it went up, like, yesterday or day before, so go check that out. I will check that out. Is it? She should fixed? put. She should put like a take a clip the ticket on clicks. You know, we've just publicised it. Get some extra clicks. She gets some revenue from that. Maybe a nice little money go around. <laughs> I think so. This is that. And it is when, when the facts, the facts change. change. <laughs> All right, we really have to go because this is getting derailed. Uh, yeah. I have to give um, Joe his headphones as well. So I got to. Go. Okay, yeah, he's got to. Got to listen to, to some tunes or podcasts like around the supermarket, doesn't he? <laughs> Yes. Maybe the real Tell part. him to watch his budget as he goes because truly it's, it's a dangerous thing out there. You find any other excuse to add things to the trolley. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this. We will be doing an Instagram Live 8 p.m. 
on Monday night. So make sure you're following the Spin Off Podcast Network on Instagram and we'll submit some questions. Thank you, Ti. Here you are amazing. A star. I just need to ask you if you spotted any celebrities when you've been out and about. None. None. Not a single. Okay. Oh no. That's right. You and me. You and me are none for none. The, the, Alex and Duncan are just like clocking them up like mad things. Okay. Uh, all right then. Cheerio. Goodbye. Bye. Kia ora e te iwi, te Aihe Butler here, podcast manager at The Spin-Off. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spin-Off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.